Any sort of learning was welcome. He was a little Frenchman with great liquid eyes and a stillness that made one want to talk to fill up the silence. I told him my name and that I shared his French heritage, mentioning that we had once been Xavier's of Navarre. To my surprise, he knew the name at once, or he nodded sagely and murmured a few words in a foreign tongue, French, or, for all I knew, Latin. Then he said, St. Francis Xavier he was, a founder of the Jesuit order and a great missionary in the East. The old man smiled. Perhaps you will be called to minister to the Indians one day. I said that I should like to help a good many of them into heaven, at any rate. If the Frenchman took my meaning, he made no comment. At last he said, Well, it is a good thing to be of such lineage. Saint's blood, no doubt you will be blessed in all things. Indeed, you have already the makings of a tall and handsome man. All will go well with you. If I had ambition in this life, I didn't catch it from my father. He farmed and kept a country store, or perhaps it kept him. For as time went on, he was content to idle away his time with the drunkards and the gamblers at Culpeper Courthouse. He sent me to school at the Stanton Academy, though, perhaps hoping that I would make something of myself and keep him in spirits and card money in his dotage, but I had no inclination for the life of a scholar. I felt no call for medicine or the legal profession, so when my schoolfellows passed on to the College of William and Mary to become pillars of society, I made my way home to the Shenandoah to become a clerk in the family store. Well, somebody had to. There were nine young Severs, but I was the eldest, and I thought I should see to it that the younger ones were kept fed. Perhaps it's a burden to feel responsible for so many mouths at so young an age, but the gift for leadership that was to show later in life may have sprung from those days when I was the oldest of so many. Perhaps I got in the way of thinking that I was elder brother to the world entire, and that it would always fall to me to keep the rest of humanity safe and fed. You would think that a man who was content to fritter away his time with dice and whiskey would have been satisfied to have his affairs tended to by a hard-working son who shared neither of those vices, but it seemed that I was the star my father wished upon. For in my sixteenth year, when I announced my intentions of settling down, he would have none of it. "'Married!' he thundered at me in a spirituous haze. "'Why, you are no more than sixteen, boy! I won't hear of it!' You have heard of it, I said coldly, for I just told you. And as for stopping me, there is precious little chance of that. The other boys are old enough now to take my place as breadwinner. Let Joseph or Robert or Valentine keep the store and tend to the farm. Surely I have done my share. But you are sixteen, my father said again. I held my peace. Or to tell my father that I felt twice that age would be disrespectful, and he was not a bad man, only a weak one. In truth, I felt that having the responsibility only for the care of Sarah Hawkins would be a great relief. The day I wed her, I would have eight fewer burdens than I'd had before. No one could have been less of a child at sixteen than I. "'Well, boy, you know your own mind.' said my father with an ill-concealed sneer. I only hope you know what a long road you have ahead of you, 
and if you have chosen badly so soon in life, you will have many years of leisure in which to repent of it. I replied that I was more concerned that Sarah would have cause to repent her choice of me. I was too much the dutiful son to add that I should take care to see that I did not turn out to be a likeness of my father. But the thought crossed my mind, then and later. There's no telling how far you can go if you are outrunning something. In 1761 I secured a tract of land and called it Long Meadows, and I set to farming and to siring a brood of young severes to help me work the land. Our holdings lay along the westward trail in a wide valley, and thus far, at least, I imitated my father. I farmed and kept a store of my own, but after more than a dozen years, we were all tired of seeing the world pass us by on the westward wagon road, and we decided to go west ourselves. My brother Valentine had left all...